global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. More details now about fast-moving developments out of Turkey. Turkey's prime minister now says a group within Turkey's military has engaged in what appeared to be an attempted coup. The prime minister telling NTV television, quote, it is correct that there was an attempt. He did not provide details, but said, quote, Turkey would never allow any initiative that would interrupt democracy. Earlier, military jets were heard flying over the capital of Ankara. Media reports said ambulances were seen in front of Turkey's military headquarters. So certainly a fluid situation. Stay with Bloomberg for the latest developments. A mixed picture this Friday for stocks. Yes, it was an up week for the S&P 500 index today. Lower little change down two points at 2161, a drop there of 0.1%. Dow Industrials up 10 to 18,516. An advance there of less than 0.1%. NASDAQ down by 0.1%. Gold down 50 cents, 13.31 the ounce, a drop there of less than 0.1%. Crude oil up 6 tenths of 1%, 45.93 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Governor Mike Pence of Indiana. Well, Donald Trump acknowledged via Twitter today that Indiana Governor Mike Pence will be his running mate. For more, I want to bring in Mark Niket. He is national government reporter for Bloomberg News, and he joins us from Columbus, Ohio. Mark, thanks very much for spending time with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about Governor Pence and give us a preview of the Republican National Convention. Sure. Governor Pence has uh, been governor in uh, Indiana since 2013. He's in his first term. He actually was uh, up for re-election this year and had to uh, back out of his re-election campaign to accept the uh, running mate slot with Mr. Trump. Um, he's served in Congress for 12 years. Before that, he's a former radio talk show host and uh, very popular with uh, conservatives and evangelicals. Um, it's been sort of his his history. And uh, I think one of the reasons that Trump uh, decided to name him to uh, the ticket, because he does have an appeal to that part of the Republican base that uh, Trump uh, could use, or at least is not as strong. And uh, it's, it's something we're going to be watching, too, for the convention in terms of how effective adding Trump to the ticket will be in helping to unify the party that hasn't been altogether behind Trump. We saw efforts in the uh, committees that were held this week in advance of the convention, the platform committee and the rules committee, um, where there were efforts to try and stop Trump from getting the nomination. Now, those mostly fizzled, and uh, it looks like Trump's going to be um, okay in terms of getting the nomination when the convention actually starts on Monday. Uh, but adding Trump, adding Pence to the ticket, I think, is partly an attempt to, you know, bring the party more together coming out of the convention headed into the general election. Is the selection of Mike Pence also a nod to the reality of raising money? Because doesn't Mike Pence uh, have ties to the Koch brothers and other influential donors? He does. In fact, his uh, largest contributor when he was in Congress for his congressional campaigns was the Club for Growth. Um, and this is a group that hasn't been on the same page with Trump. And uh, in speaking to some delegates here in Cleveland uh, um, before the convention, that's one of the things you'll hear, that you know they hope uh, Pence's ability to, ability to raise money could actually help 
uh, Trump also uh, get some of these donors who've been on the sidelines to contribute to the campaign. Yeah, I know he's probably calling you right right now, uh, Mark. Uh, tell us uh, about um, the uh, the speakers. What's planned? Because Pence uh, had endorsed uh, Senator uh, Ted Cruz over Trump before uh, that uh, Indiana May primary that uh, that Trump went on to to win. Uh, what is going to be Pence's role in trying to unify the party? Well, again, he'll be. Very much reaching out to the conservative wing of the party, uh, evangelical voters, uh, folks who care a lot about social issues. Uh, these are folks that are they're not opposed to Trump, but uh, they're somewhat wary of, of how committed Donald Trump is on issues like abortion or some of the social causes they're, they're concerned about. And, and Trump will have, uh, Pence, excuse me, will have a speaking role at the convention. Uh, typically it's on the Wednesday night before the Thursday when Trump will actually formally accept the nomination. Uh, but you're right, we've also seen that um, a lot of prominent Republicans have declined to accept speaking roles or even attend the convention altogether. Uh, the two former President Bushes have, have decided not to come here. Um, Ohio Governor John Kasich, this is sort of a convention in his home state, um, he has not endorsed Donald Trump and has decided that he's not going to speak at the convention either. In fact, he said he might not even go in inside. So part of the, the speaking lineup will be a little different than what we've seen in, in past conventions with sort of the predictable lineup of Republican notables. But you'll still have plenty of, of um, prominent Republicans speaking. Paul Ryan, the House Speaker, is, is going to talk. Uh, Scott, Ron, Scott Walker, the Wisconsin governor who also ran for president, will, will be speaking one night. And Ted Cruz has also said he's going to speak. Also scheduled to speak, I believe, is Peter Thiel, the billionaire Silicon Valley entrepreneur. Yes, and we'll be interested to see how uh, what he says. And the other thing we're kind of watching for in this this convention is Donald Trump sort of promised uh, a, a show, or at least to have more entertainment feel to the the convention. Um, you know, obviously Donald Trump has the background with the the Apprentice and reality TV, and I think you know the the expectation is he'll put his own touch on you know what can be sort of a you know certainly traditional but state kind of uh, 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 experience and, and and maybe you know jazz it up a bit uh, to to have a little more entertainment value. And uh, there are going to be several nights, obviously, and the second night apparently is supposed to en- uh, emphasize the economy. Right, and, and that's common. There's, there's usually a theme to each night of the convention, and all the speakers who get up sort of reinforce the theme that the party is trying to um, em- uh, emphasize. And, you know, of course, you'll hear a lot of uh, talk about Hillary Clinton and, and how bad she is for the economy on that night and, you know, how much better Trump would be for, for the country. Um, you know, that's sort of the role of the convention, too. It's sort of the, you know, launching point for the candidate heading into the general election. Thank you very much for spending time with us. Uh, Mark Niquette is a national government reporter for Bloomberg News, joining us from Columbus, Ohio. Of course, uh, Cleveland is the site of the Republican National Convention. Just to bring you up to date on developments in Turkey, elements of the Tur- of Turkey's army have attempted to seize power in the country. This according to the Prime Minister, Binali Yildirim. Uh, the effort won't be permitted to succeed, he told NTV television, and his comments came as local media reported gunfire in Ankara and warplanes circling over the Turkish capital. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Law, 
discussing Microsoft's victory over the U.S. government after an appeals court ruled that Microsoft won't have to turn over a series of emails connected to an investigation into a suspected drug trafficker.